0: Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real-life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. Hi, welcome to today's podcast. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We want to share with you sort of our backstory of how we began a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. As we have said before Uh, everything that we do is based on a spiritual foundation. And so we realize some of you may not understand what that means or what that looks like. So today we're going to take the time just to share our journey of how we came to know God. Yeah. Chris, you want to go?
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to. So um, I was nine years old. Uh, I would go to church with my my family, at least my mom and siblings. And at the age of nine, I felt this stirring inside of me. And Mm. I was a shy, reserved, insecure kid. And as I was listening to the the Bible being taught this particular day, I think it was an evening. It just resonated with me. Mm. I don't know what what was said exactly. It's been too many years ago, but I knew something was changing inside of me. My heart was pounding. It was like <laughs> when you talk about your soul. We have a soul. Yeah. We have a, a a spirit, and we have the body. Yeah. My soul, my mind, my will, my emotions—they were just screaming. Mm. But it was in a good way. And I remember I could not get out of that pew. We had pews back then. <laughs> yeah. Past my mom quick enough to go down and talk to someone who was mm, at the front uh-huh. uh, at the end of the service. And my mom was surprised by it. So I don't know what was said, but they took me through a prayer.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, I, you know, obviously said, I, I believe in, in what the Bible says about Jesus being my Lord and Savior. Yeah. And I need to be forgiven of my sins. So I did that. Uh-huh. I get home and I told my mom, Mom, I just don't understand. I feel so excited. What has happened to me? I feel like I, I was given a brand new bicycle for Christmas or my birthday, but there's no bicycle to show. Hmm. That's how a nine-year-old boy can, what he would be excited about. Sure, I love that. Because when you get a bicycle as a boy back then, it was freedom. You could do whatever you wanted to do. Sure. Well, i had experienced... Real freedom, yeah. we're not understanding it. Oh, that's so, oh, that's good. So my mom explained to him the best she could, and so I remember um, it was shortly after that. I'm I walked down the block. It had just rained, and the sun was coming through some clouds. Mm-hmm. And some of you listening to this, you may go, "That sounds strange, guys." God is strange sometimes to us <laughs> he because is. he's so. Far outside our comprehension in different ways, yeah. And yet he makes himself known in tangible ways at the same time.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's raining, and what happens?
1: The the clouds open up, and uh, sun's beaming through. And again, I was a lonely, insecure kid with a a dysfunctional home life, but I looked up at the the clouds and the sun coming through, and I did not audibly hear God's voice. Yeah. But I knew he was speaking to me and telling mm-hmm. me this: It's yeah. going to be okay.
0: I love that nine-year-old theology.
1: It, it still gets to me. It's going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. That, I've, I've got you. Yeah. So, um, you know, nine years of age, and I, I tell people, part of my journey is, or my testimony is this. I came to Christ at the age of nine, where I said, Jesus, I want you. Um, I need you to be forgiven of my sins. I want a relationship with you, God, and that happens through you, Jesus. Didn't understand the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. but he was speaking to me all along as I look back. At the age, so, you know, years go on and a lot of struggles, a lot of challenges and a lot of pain. Okay. It still happened. Yeah. Uh, At the age of 20 though, I was in college and God allowed some things in my life to really bring me to my knees. Mm -hmm. And he said, Chris Elledge, I want your life. I don't want to just give you what you know is eternal life salvation mm-hmm. i want your life now on this earth okay so at the age of 20 i committed my life to god
0: and that's a difference i want to talk about that but when you said god said how did god say that to you
1: okay that's a, that's a good point you know when you've experienced something for so long it's hard to explain it maybe sure Uh, thoughts I would have. Okay. Conviction in my heart that was good. Yeah. Knowing I don't have to live in this and I I can't live in this anymore. He would take my desire, change my desires. Yeah. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. I had such a strong desire to follow God with my life and being a 20 year old guy with all of his challenges and struggles, I wanted that so much. So, So you go on and I continue to, to grow and develop and, um, I think it was around age 26 or seven, again, going through a lot of uh, difficulties and journeys or part of my journey was difficult. I would get involved in things like a a job, a career, uh, maybe things, doing things, hobbies, whatever, and nothing was enough. Mm -hmm. And what I was discovering, God wanted even more of me Mm -hmm. and he wanted me to impact people. He wanted me to give my life away in a career that would impact people. Okay. And so you fast forward, and that's what I'm doing now today for many years.
0: That's a simplistic overview of everything. So let's just review. At nine, you come to this understanding, and, and we understand that can only happen through the power of the Holy Spirit, opening your eyes to go, wow, I need this Savior that a pastor, I'm guessing, at the front was talking about. Then in your early 20s, you said you committed your life. So that's where you made an intentional effort to say, God, I'm going to be a disciple. I'm going to follow you. And then at 27, define that. That,
1: that. was a desperate experience. Uh, a job, didn't, Jobs didn't work out like That's I right, hoped. Right, the right, finances right. didn't work out. Relationships. God allowed me to be lonely and to be in some pain because he loves me. And he said, Chris, I'm doing some things and you're not listening to me with your whole heart unless I allow, allow you to have some pain and some uncomfortableness.
0: Yeah, so those were three really... Instrumental parts of of your journey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: What else are you thinking? That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's a privilege today. Um, I still, there's so many things I don't understand about God, mm-hmm. but I know he's with me. And I, I continue to understand my relationship with Christ. But I so much more understand my relationship with the Holy Spirit today. Mm. You know, one thing that I pray um, pretty much every day, God, I want to thank you for being my God. Mm-hmm. My Creator and my Father. Mm. For me, it helps to understand the roles. Yeah, Jesus, I want to thank you for being my Lord and my Savior and my Shepherd. Yeah. Scripture talks about that. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with that, the 23rd Psalm. Yep. And then the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, thank you for being my Comforter, mm. my Guide, and my Helper. Yeah. And again, I don't just—I didn't make those up. Yeah. <laughs> they're in Th- the word. Those characteristics <laughs> are written about in God's Word. Right. 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 So. It makes God so real for me. So what about you, Christina? Uh,
0: Well, like you, um, I was young. I was eight, and my parents, um, we went to church. My dad was in the military. We went to uh, military-based chapel. And at eight, they had a puppet show. (laughs) And I remember the puppeteers talking about... um, you know, not going to hell. And I was scared to death that of hell. And so I remember at eight making this decision, like talking to a puppet, I want to give my life to Jesus. And I don't know if that's when I came to know Jesus, it doesn't matter. I know him now. <laughs> and I, that's where I started the journey. But when I was 19, I remember being in a church that was very evangelistic. And from eight to 19, I really struggled like, yeah, did I give my life? heart to the Lord then or not and it was just back and forth this I didn't have peace you know the Bible talks about peace that passes understanding well I didn't have that so at 19 on this particular um, sermon I couldn't tell you what the sermon was even about but I knew that God the Holy Spirit was speaking to my spirit and there was so much discontent and there was a drive within me to know that I know that I know that I belong to God and so I went and talked with a counselor. I prayed a prayer of where in my mind, I nailed it down. <laughs> I knew that I knew that I knew that, that Jesus was now Lord of my life. And like you, um, the next year of my life, you know, I go back to college. I'm a theater major and a communications <laughs> major. And there was not a lot of um, support of being a Christian in that arena. And I was just kind of, I knew I had that peace that I was going to heaven, but I didn't have any power for just living my life. So a year later at 20, I remember making this personal commitment to Jesus saying, okay, if I'm going to follow you, then I'm going to be serious about it. And I'm going to give you everything. And that was like this turning point for me. Um, that's when God's word became like, oh, I couldn't wait to, to fit in a time to study the Bible and really know who God was through his word. And just like you said, years later, I began to understand more and more and more the role of the Holy Spirit um, and the per- particular denomination. I was raised in and then went as a young adult. We didn't ever talk about the Holy Spirit. And I I was finding out about the Holy Spirit because I would read in the Bible and Acts and and Jesus would talk about the Holy Spirit. But it wasn't until probably my later in my 40s that I came to really understand the role of the Holy Spirit and to live in more power and freedom than I have ever had in my first half of my Christian walk. And so, um, yeah, where I find myself today, I'm still, it's always a journey. (laughs) There's always new things to learn. I still have this insatiable hunger to know God through his word. And that's like primarily how I hear from him and how he leads me. And then I engage with him all the day, you know, all day. Um, we make jokes about this, but, um, I've just learned to develop relationship, like you know, with I'm driving down the street and I see a garage sale. You know, okay, God, should I stop at this this garage sale and I wait for the Holy Spirit to say me, you know, yes or no, or hey, I'm struggling with this, knowing how to do this document. Holy Spirit, can you... it's it's just this natural in and out relationship, just like it is breathing.
1: So yeah. what do you? How do you describe that though? You go, am I supposed to do this or this? And you see, the Holy Spirit leads you. Yeah. What? How do you? How does that manifest itself for you?
0: Yeah. Uh, now it's easy. It's a, a thought drops in my head, and it's a yes or a no. I mean, I hear His voice. The Bible talks about that. Once we know Jesus, then He deposits the Holy Spirit into us, and so I just have refined a language of of, of communicating. And sometimes he'll bring a scripture to my mind or sometimes the Holy Spirit will just give me a yes or a no. Um, So how do you know if it's God's voice? Well, it never counteracts or goes against God's word. It never leads me into something immoral. (laughs) It never um, tells me to do something that... Um. yeah, doesn't align with the teachings of Christ. Yeah.
1: You you mentioned uh, prayer like breathing. That's one thing I've learned. Um, I've never been a guy who goes into a room for an hour and, and prays for mm-hmm. two hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I've had some extensive times of prayer, deliberate prayer like that, but mine is more uh, like you describe it's like breathing yeah the more you get to know a, a personal relationship the better you get uh, the closer you get you can just talk about anything right yeah. and just, you don't have to say now we're going to talk about these topics today. That's how it's been for me with God. I yeah. just it's ongoing conversation with God throughout the day. Uh,
0: one thing I want listeners to know Chris as we're sharing our testimony our personal testimonies with, with relationship with God has nothing to do about church or religion. We have a relationship with God. We don't have a relationship with church. Now, because I am um, a follower of God, I want to get involved with what he's doing in community with other believers.
1: Because I learn from others. Yeah. Yeah, on the same similar yeah. journey.
0: And, you know, Scripture tells us that where two or three are gathered, he's with us. It's important that we gather with other like-minded believers. But my relationship with him... um, I'm lost without it. Who I am, who I was created to be, I have purpose, I have vision for my life. I can even accept grace when I mess up <laughs> because he's gentle and kind, and that just comes from years and years and years of walking with him, but it has to first start with the beginning. And I hope I'm in the middle. I hope my end is not, you know, for a while, but um it's it's all about a journey.
1: And just like a a human relationship, the more you get to know someone, uh, you're willing to talk about pretty much any topic. That's what I find it is with God for me. I have nothing back from God. (laughs) I mean, nothing. He knows it. He knows what I think, what I feel. He's my creator. He already knows it. So I've learned even things that are so shameful or embarrassing or maybe ridiculous to some people. I I express it to God. It helps me to verbally say it to God. Yeah. Say, God, you know what's going on in my mind. You know what my thought is there. You know what my emotion is or my feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting it out there, it does something for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. Talking to God about everything is really a gift.
0: Yeah, there's a whole lot of, I'm like in my brain going, oh, we could talk about this, this, or this. But at the court, we want you today to hear our stories, hear our stories of how we met God, how we started relationship with Him, how we are still <laughs> walking in relationship with Him. And so that was the purpose for today. We hope that you walk away with a better understanding of who we are, where we came from, where our relationship with God is now, where it came from. And yeah, so as always, thanks for listening. We want to thank you as always for listening. If today was helpful, if something that you listened to was helpful, we would really love it if you would go to Apple or Spotify, leave us a review, download, subscribe, and for all things related to podcast. If you'd like to give a financial contribution to help us continuing bringing this sort of broadcasting to you, just go to FahrenheitMentoring.org.